Well, good morning and welcome to today's daily PPE, your daily wisdom from the Psalms, the Proverbs, and the Ecclesiastes. Today is Monday. It's the beginning of the week. It is June 21st, and the title of today's devotion is Do Not Stray from God's Common Sense. Today we're going to be looking at Proverbs chapter 21 because today is June 21st. And so we'll be in the 21st chapter of Proverbs. We're going to be looking at specifically just one verse today, verse number 16. So if you want to turn in your Bible or just listen to this, uh, we'll read this verse and see what uh, God's Word has to say to us and what Solomon, who was the wisest man or one of the wisest men who ever walked the face of this earth, we'll see what he has to say about wisdom for today. Proverbs 21, verse number 16 says, The person who strays from common sense will end up in the company of the dead. So let's break this down, this passage of Scripture, a little bit. First of all, we understand what common sense is, right? We understand it in a way of doing something that we should know to do. Something that is common and doing it. Common sense is knowing that we need to hold our breath when we go underwater, right? Or else we're going to drown. That's common sense. We know that it's common sense to put a coat on when we go outside in the cold. It's common sense. Uh, We know coming in out of the rain, when it's pouring down rain outside, that's common sense. So those are just a few um, situations that are common, common sense things to do. But the common sense that Solomon is speaking of here is the wisdom of God, or it's godly wisdom. It's common righteousness that would come through our lives or into our lives. It's it's really more than just really, uh, actually, it's more than just godly wisdom. It's the understanding of God. It's a relationship with God. Um, I guess a, a good example of this would be Uh, Adam and Eve. Solomon could have even been thinking about Adam and Eve when he was writing this proverb. Adam and Eve didn't just know God. It wasn't just a knowledge of God. Uh, They didn't just have a good relationship with God or a good understanding of God. God was all Adam and Eve knew for quite some time. God was their common sense. To know and understand and follow his commandments was common for them. And that's that's really what, what Solomon is referring here today. God's wisdom should become common for us and we should just do it. And so when it does, it should be just a common practice, a common thing for us to do. The next word that brings this passage alive is the word stray. And it doesn't just mean to accidentally forsake something or accidentally walk away or accidentally go in the wrong path when we're on the right, what it really means is to waver. It means to be confused or it it really means to wonder if God's wisdom or God's way is right or maybe God's way is wrong. And it's we're wavering, we're teetering on the fence, so to speak, and we're trying to figure out in our own wisdom, which is right. When in reality, 
in our minds, in our hearts, we know God's path is right, but there's something that has caused us, something we've done, something we've said, something we've seen has caused us to kind of stand on the fence. And so Solomon says the person has known the right path and he's been on it. So it's not a matter of whether God's way is right or God's wisdom is right or wrong. The righteous path has always been the right path to take. But the person is 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 that straying is divided. They're divided in their desires and ultimately they're divided in their relationship with the Lord. This is the day and time that we live in right now. I know we uh, I mentioned just a few minutes ago about Adam and Eve and this is where they were at. They knew God and they knew his ways. They knew his way was right. But the devil had put just that little bit of doubt in their minds that made them waver and teeter on what they were going to do. That's the day and time that we live in now today. Actually, this is what life is like. People know the Bible is right. They've lived it. They studied the Bible for years. And and now this particular person that Solomon's talking about is coming to a place where they're allowing the world and the things of the world to hinder them from the truth from God's word. They're allowing it, allowing the world to confuse them with what God has been saying or what God has said in their lives. And they're allowing their lives to stray or to teeter. And so Solomon puts it to us like this. He says, whoever is reading this passage, he says, if you allow yourself to listen to the wisdom of God's word and his teaching in in your life and you follow after him and you allow his wisdom to change and mold and shape you, and then you turn from that, knowing that that is right, then the result is death. Remember, Satan deceived Adam and Eve once again in the Garden of Eden, and and they he deceived them into into believing that death wouldn't come to them just because they ate of the fruit of the tree. God's not really going to kill you. He just doesn't want you to know. This is what he said to them. He just doesn't want you to know what he knows. But God wasn't talking about physical death. God was talking about spiritual death, which is much more important than a physical death. This is what Solomon is speaking about here also. It's not a death as the Hebrew word talks about. Uh, sometimes when we read the word death in Hebrew, it means shoal, which means Hades or hell or the place of ultimate doom. The word he uses here that Solomon uses is rephim, and it's the Hebrew word that means in the company of or uh, in the presence of ghost, or it's it's a um, it's more of not necessarily the end, but you're getting close to the end. You're playing with where you're playing with death, and that's why he also the New Living Translation. That's why it uses the word or the phrase in the company of because it it brings this. This word reafim, which means death or in the company of death, it brings a more out meaning that the person that turns away from the Lord's words and turns away after he's known what is right is in the company of death. He's headed in the wrong direction. Basically, this person is no more 
alive or living than anyone else. They need to be redirected back to God's ways. As it was with Adam and Eve, they didn't die physically, a physical death right off, but they did die a spiritual death immediately because they disobeyed God, because they wavered from the common sense that they had already known. There's another passage in Ezekiel, Ezekiel 18.24, that gives us another example of this passage of Scripture. Ezekiel, the prophet, writes under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He says, But if a righteous man turns from his righteousness and practices iniquity, committing the same abominations as the wicked, will he live? None of the righteous acts he did will be remembered because of the unfaithfulness and sin he has committed, he will die. Now, don't misunderstand me. I believe anyone who calls on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ at any time in their lives, whether whether it's long before they pass or just moments before they pass and they enter eternity, anyone who calls on the name of the Lord Jesus for repentance will be saved. But what I believe Solomon and Ezekiel both are speaking about here is what they're talking about is those who know how to follow after Jesus Christ. They know the truth of Jesus Christ and has allowed it to set them free. And then they turn back and go in the wrong direction. They are going down the path of destruction. If we choose Jesus and then walk away from salvation, Ezekiel says, if they turn and if they practice iniquity, will they live? No, he says they will die. The encouragement here today for you as we get started in our week, the encouragement is do not waver from God's wisdom. Do not allow yourself to be sucked into the schemes of Satan and his plans. We cannot allow ourselves to be tricked into the lies that Satan gives us and cause us to waver or cause us to stray. We have to remain online, in line with God's word and his will. As we begin this week, I want to encourage you Don't allow yourself to be strayed by Satan's attacks. Stand on God's word. Don't listen to anything else, anyone else. I tell my people at church all the time, you got to be careful what you read in books. You can never go wrong with God's word. Stick to his word. Stay true, true to his word. And God will stay true to you. Do not stray from God's common sense. Let me pray for you this morning. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word today. God, thank you for giving us this word of encouragement. God, to remind us, to help us to remember to stay on your path, to stay close to your word, Lord. God, so that we won't get sucked into the traps and the lies of the devil. God, we love you and we praise you, and we thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy today. Father, as we work our way through our day, God, give us wisdom from your word to help us draw closer to you in every single moment. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you.
Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this devotion. Uh, If you do, like it, share it with uh, your friends and family. Um, Leave leave us some good feedback. Um, Join us again tomorrow. Lord willing, I'll be back with you again tomorrow and Tuesday for another devotion. And so until then, uh, continue in God's word. Stay true to his word and remember his wisdom in your daily life. God bless you. Remember, I'm praying for you. Have a wonderful day.